0: Is that a mason jar? It is a mason jar. Of course, you're it is. Because right, man. It's because you're I'm damn right. <laughs> That's right. I drive my jeep through my field in my mud holes, so I'm I'm country now. I listen to Tyler Childers while I work out, and I drive <laughs> through mud in four wheel drive. Yeah, no, I I thought the jeep would be fine in two wheel drive, and my first pass through that like that mud hole, I got stuck immediately and I I'm right next to a highway and it was just crowded, And I was like, great, this is really embarrassing, but luckily I got out. So So that's on your property. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's out my field. Um, it's, we've got a bunch of ponds out in our field and, uh, like we're all like the water kind of drains. Like, I don't know if I told you this, but so we have 24 acres here out of 24 acres, only two acres is in wetland yeah it's, i do remember that conversation yeah so like all the water just kind of drains in the field and so it's like yeah. if i wanted to put a bunch if i wanted to put a bunch of filled dirt in there it'd be fine but then it's like then i have to worry about all the regulations and stuff so said i just drive my gas guzzling jeep into the, <laughs> to the field and tear it up we just started you we just started dad i want to be on come on i know he's being he's his jess is gone he's just being a pain in the ass like he tore into the trash today like you saw and like he's just like following me around everywhere like you're not gonna leave me right so (laughs) he's he's just being a little shit it's okay mom just went out to go get cigarettes geode it's okay buddy (laughs) cigarettes and milk (laughs) Uh um you guys move in like what 30 days Let's let's actually do the math cuz i've had like 10 people ask me today so let's see january 7th 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 i guess i can just count the entire month of december cuz it's the last day of november uh let's see 31 plus 7 38 days 37 days bam now nah, we're getting close dude let's see so how many how yeah. many weeks left do i got 1 2 3 4 5 I got 5 weeks left. Damn, that's wild. Mhm. How you feeling about that? I feel really good. Um in terms of like I I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm real Pete Mor- Morgan's like, "Are you scared at all?" I'm like, no, dude. Like ev- everything's gone so smooth so far. Like the, there's really nothing to be scared about. And like if anything God's gotten us to this point that it's I just really don't think there's anything to be worried about. You know? That's right. That's a good way to put it, man. So it's
1: yeah. it's it, been so, it,
0: so, yeah. so smooth. Yeah. It's tough to, well, like, because you've moved before, right? Like, you've made, like, a big life change before. Like, and obviously with college, but you sort of stayed there. So it's like, it is probably a little bit more comfortable for you. But at least <laughs> then you can help Morgan through that a little bit, right? Like, here, here's some stuff that it took for me to get, like, to here 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 and it's like you're you're obviously not going to college right now but you have friends down there that you know already right so it'll be hopefully a lot easier than just like right honey we're moving to albuquerque new mexico because i'm getting a new engineering job and i know nobody right so it's it, it'll hopefully be a little bit more of a seamless transition for you well i don't know of things much worse than moving to the middle of new mexico so yeah i guess that's probably not i don't know why i thought of that place out of everywhere but you know for the record scott fucking hates new mexico apparently a, that is the that is the peak armpit of america yeah no tucson arizona as i will say that without question you think so have you ever been to fresno dude like i i gotta put fresno on there fresno i've never been to fresno yeah I, uh, I I shouldn't say I shouldn't say Tucson's an armpit. There's some nice parts, just the part I was at was garbage, and I was depressed. So it's like that didn't make it any better. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that probably, that probably doesn't do a whole lot. No, it it's it it's definitely gonna be hard for Morgan. That just like I've said a bunch of times, it's when you've really been here your whole entire life, or like two hours away from like your entire extended family and just family in general, like telling your wife to move literally the entire distance across the country to the farthest point almost possible is this hard you know so yeah it takes a lot of trust on her part that she thinks we can make this happen so yeah no that's really cool and it's I think it's really good uh for people to do and not to get biblical but here I go like For in in Genesis, right? God sends Abraham out of his country, right? Like, hey, Abraham's like 100 years old. It's like, okay, it's time for you to move away from your family. And God sends him out and he literally goes to the the lowest point in the earth, the Dead Sea, and gets, you know, a whole bunch of famine and slavery and and war and a whole bunch of stuff. Like God didn't say, all right, go and it's all going to be perfect. He says, go out and, you know, and I will provide you generations, right? And Abraham finds a bunch of turmoil, but in the end, he's rewarded exponentially. Right. And so we can apply that to our own lives in a lot of ways too. And just like, it's good to, you can, it doesn't have to be a geographical move, but it could be a career move like you or me. Right. Like where it's just like, okay, we're, we're working through, we're going to take this jump. God's telling us to take this jump. And he's not, he's not saying it's going to be perfect, but in the end it'll reward us. And same thing here. I hope for you guys. Right. Like it's, you know, I know that's a tough move and I, I can't imagine moving that far, but it's, I, I think when you listen to that call and understand like it's not gonna be perfect, it'll still be really good for you guys. I think so. At least Christ and cardio, baby. Christ and cardio. <laughs> uh that's gonna be your one for tomorrow. It should be. I don't know a lot of old testament stuff on that, man. Like it's the old testament stuff doesn't get as much engagement, uh, because God was kind of mean. <laughs> the old testament so i do a lot of like new testament like jesus and stuff like that because anytime i do like old testament stuff besides like proverbs or psalms if i do i've done i think like a couple ones of genesis and it just kind of like people don't really want to listen to that but i could do that one that's a good one i'm sure i'm sure your jewish following is a little higher and your when you use the first five chapters huh yeah that's that's right the, the torah right that's what that's called the torah yeah yeah, yeah. but when did this i don't want to say it's relatively you new, know, but you you really got super like hardcore into some of this stuff a little recently right yeah i need i've really needed it um like i i've been i've been a christian christian my whole life right i grew up catholic and um kind of got disillusioned at like 13 when i was like oh shit the catholic church is like kind of known for pedophilia like that's not cool and so i kind of straight away and just i was never atheist but i was just kind of agnostic and um in the last couple years i wanted to start going to church with jess to help like strengthen our marriage because like that's kind of the point of marriage is like, it's, it's a covenant, right? It's supposed to mimic our relationship with God. And I was like, Hey, look, Jess, we're going to, we're going to start having kids. And, um, you know, let's have, even if, because Jess at the time was more agnostic, like, even if you don't really believe in this stuff, Jess, like it's still important to have this moral backing of like, Hey, there's something even greater than your parents. And it's like, there's this book that's 6,000 years old. That's going to give you a bunch of good moral backing. Um, and so that's why we started, and then thank God we did, man, because like we don't have to get into it on a public podcast. But the uh, Sorry, one second just knocked up <laughs> my door. That doesn't <laughs> happen a whole lot, so you kind of like, okay. Yeah, no, you're fuck? on a six hundred. Yeah, you're on a six hundred ranch. Yeah, no, take a second. If I don't come back, I die Okay. Oh, there you go. Steroids from Amazon. (laughs) Could you imagine, dude? Fucking wish. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. But uh, anyway, like, you know, we we don't have to get too into it in the podcast, but like, you know, some stuff that's been going on in my personal life in the past couple months, like without that book, man, without Jesus and without the Bible, man, I'd be fucked straight up. Like I like I've got good moral backing from like, you know, being raised to not do certain things, right? But man, like I would be like without that, like my business would not be doing as good. Like my marriage, we I'd be I know it's podcast, but straight up we'd be screwed. Like it's it's so nice to have that touch point of like even if Jess and I are like really going at it, like no matter what we still pray together, right? And no matter what we still try to go to church together, no matter what's happening um even if we're just fucking pissed at each other it's just like it's so good to have that backing because without that i don't know obviously couples make it happen but for me like not that it's like oh i need this one thing but like i do i'm helpless i'm i'm a helpless sinner that needs to help and so um thank god and thank jesus that i that came into our lives when it did because you're right Mm -hmm. i am a lot more on fire about it now than i have been and it's like well what changed it's like Dude, I, I needed it, man. Like sh- after my steroid thing, after my experience with that. Like, what's gone on with me that you've known in the past year? Like, I've needed that shit, and so that's why I'm like so on fire with it because I know there's so many people out there that that need it just like me, and mm. it's so it's so hidden now because it's like, oh, don't talk about it, don't talk about it. It's like, no, fuck that. Like, we have so many antidepressants that we're talked about. Like, going to therapy, which I love therapy, but all these things that's like help, help, help. It's like well, we're all helpless. Like go to the one person that can help and that's Jesus. And so that's why I'm like, I'm so on fire about it. And I don't care if it annoys people. Like it, it's, it's helped a ton of my clients. It's helped um, a ton of my friends and, you know, it's helped me more than anything. So that's why I'm so on it. And then obviously the Christ and cardio, because that's just fun for me. So I did mm-hmm. it anyway before and I'm going to do it after I'm done. So there's my, there's my Bible talk for right now, but yeah, that's, that's why I've been so on fire with it the last six to eight months. No, dude, I absolutely love it. Um I it's I'm only blessed with the fact that like I, I grew up through um like Catholic schools or Christian schools for literally my entire life, you know, the high school he's go Eastside Catholic, go crusaders. Um but like even meeting Morgan and like with how how heavy her family is and like the church stuff, it's it's really changed my life too. So I just think it's really yep. cool that you've really attacked a lot of that stuff or maybe attacked is kind of the, the wrong term for it, but take, take, put, let Jesus have a place in your heart. And it's really cool to see what you do with it in a lot of, a lot of your stuff. So, yeah, well, I I appreciate you saying that it's, uh, you know, every day I struggle with it and I try not to be too hard on myself, right? Like we're all sinners. None of us are perfect. Um, that's kind of the point. Right. Um, but I can at least be, I can at least God, help shine his light in the world that's that needs it right now like I have I have so many clients that are in legit pain like the like and you get it a little bit too but with my personal clients when I'm with them for an hour I hear some shit where I'm like like how are you here right now like straight like and I'm not saying like they're telling me the worst thing but like and I I can't I'm a helper I'm a fixer I want to fix things and I'm not a therapist and I, I don't pretend to be but I can at least give them knowledge that i have from my bible and it's like look i'm not trying to press this on you you can be an atheist agnostic whatever and i can talk about a story and it's like look this guy let's say it's like job right where it's like all the stuff is taken away from him this guy still praised god even when he was going through the worst shit in his life and he was rewarded for it, right and so you can do it too and like even if you don't believe in that story it's still a good moral compass to follow like what's Mm -hmm. the other way to do it nihilism and being fucked up like (laughs) then no one's gonna want to be around you like at least like i don't fake it but if you're gonna fake it fake loving jesus because that's the only one that's really works right a lot of them it's like well you can't do anything about it it's your karma it's your past life it's you know you have to do all these works it's like no jesus like if if, as long as you accept jesus like it's not that you can keep screwing up but you, there's grace for when you screw up and it, that's hard for me i i deal with that every day like i deal with shame on certain things and so um but it's it, it's it's a good moral benchmark to go to and it's better than the other option absolutely it is absolutely mm-hmm. it's, i wonder i wonder if we could start like um comparing it to like coaches and meal plans like oh no you fell off the meal plan that's <laughs> right oh no you've you sinned. you know it's like it's okay let's just get back on the plan. Yeah, it's exactly (laughs) well it's the parable that's it's the parable of the shepherd and the sheep, right? Like the there's a hundred sheep and one sheep goes and the shepherd's gonna follow that one sheep. And sometimes if that sheep keeps leaving the herd, the shepherd's gonna break its legs and bring it back to the herd, right? Like Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying you're gonna break your client's legs anything, but like eventually you're gonna have to make them squat pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, you know, you might be like, Hey, like knock this shit off. Like we are on a path. Let's go. And that's what Jesus does. Right. He, which once again, not to get into it, but in the past month, you've I've been smacked pretty good by God a little bit. Right. It's like smack, smack, hey, go get on the path. Stop being stupid. Right. And I needed that. And just like, sometimes clients need that from coaches. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now. Okay. I would, let's just, let's just reiterate that we're not saying we are jesus so that no no no, no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> D- disclaimer uh, oh fuck yeah yeah jesus coaching <laughs> that's that's horrible yeah Uh-oh. disclaimer we are not Jesus. we are very far from jesus we are acting christ-like but we are not Jesus. <laughs> oh shit what are you oh no that's just that's just water it has like a glare on it i keep thinking it's like freaking sweet tea or something no, it's uh it's LaCroix with a lemon. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I just I've done driving my Jeep through the mud and I really wanted to relax with the LaCroix with a lemon. It's uh that's gotta offset your man cart somewhere in the fucking mason jar, dude. I've got to. A- I've got to balance myself out a little bit. I am in Washington, right? I've got to balance out just a bit. You're not even it's it's Washington, but like even worse. It's in like peak Hippyville, freaking Bellingham. Straight up. How how far? So I you got so you got 24 acres. Like how far is that from like downtown, quote unquote Bellingham? Uh it's about a 15 minute drive. Um, so it's about oh. seven, eight miles. No. Bellingham's kind of weird. Um Inner city Bellingham or like Bellingham itself is very progressive, like very like liberal. And then as soon as you get out to the county, very red. Like it's like there's a line yeah. where it's like kind of where, where right where I'm at. It's like, yeah, progressive. We're Bellingham. And then it's like county. Like this is Republican land, like Linden, like Ferndale. Like this is up in the mountain. No Geo, stop it um and so th- but the majority of the people live in the city and i guess you could probably say that about anywhere most cities are more progressive and most county places are more red right but um hey there's kyle well 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 hey Peter, how about you go outside instead of up- i've been like playing with him under the table that whole time So talking. no he he wants carrots dude yeah i'm not giving him any because then he acts spoiled is that his favorite snack is freaking carrots? Yes. How did you even determine that? Well, he, cause he begs for stuff at the, at the fridge. We'll just, I'll be by the fridge. And I used to, when I was with blue, he told me, I, I don't know why it, it might work. He was like, if you're hungry, just eat as many vegetables as you want. And I was like, okay. And you know how little food he had me on and how much like plan and T3 and stuff like I. So oh. I was starving and I didn't want to eat anything. So I would just house carrots all the time. And then, so I just had carrots and then I would just start feeding him the and uh, he he liked them. And that's the only thing we really feed him uh, that is like snack related. So he doesn't get too fat. Um, like I, we don't give him treats. I mean, we feed him real food basically. So um, that's because he like, he would see me eat him. He's like, Oh, I want to eat those. And then I think he likes the crunch of it. Um, but yeah, that's how we kind of found out is when I was starving when I was on buterol and t three and t four and all that stuff. There is so geo's getting the peak depressed Scott diet. I love it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No wonder worry, he's pissed off. It's yeah. constantly sweet. Can we What'd hear Kyle? Name? What's up, fuckers? Oh, there What's it is. That? Yeah, I'm in the shadows. Can't can't see all the majestic beard. It's heightened. Yeah, it's it's, it's dark. <laughs> Wife's actually driving home, so I can uh I can be on the podcast. Oh hell yeah. So, well, so five awesome. stars. Cool. Five stars are in f- yeah. fucking Uber. Dude. MVP behavior. <laughs> <laughs> right. Five star Uber. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, are fuck you fuckers up to? Well Scott and I was just talking a lot about Christ and our in our faith. So that's been oh, nice so nice. far. Nice. And how awesome. coaches are not Jesus Christ, but we did we yes. did make that comparison, so we wanted to clarify some shit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good start. Good start. We, before we got we got a little too deep into that, <laughs> but but yeah, man, a work. Funny. I just did the official fat thing and ate a burger and fries, so you know. Four minutes at- in, there's the food. Love it. <laughs> shit. Dude, it's, it's like, like a- I was not even here five minutes, dude. We're already in the food. <laughs> back in the food. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Where where'd you get a burger at? Uh some local place around here that I hadn't been to. My parents kept saying it was really, really good. It was it was good, but it wasn't anything that like I uh I gotta like run back to and get again. It was it was good, but nothing. I, st- I take five guys over it if that gives you any info. Mm, okay yeah five guys is hard to beat i feel like it's gotten five so guys expensive good. though for, even paid? mcdonald's is like ten dollars for a burger so yeah that's true what no it's a not a double quarter pounder with cheese i i could have been meme tricked and then tricked by the internet but uh i think it said ten fifty or something for a double quarter pounder with cheese and fries and a drink well there's your first problem there's your first problem. You strictly got to stick with McDoubles, dude. Strictly. Put Big Mac sauce on them, too, because we're cheap, and we don't want to buy the real Big Mac. But if you put Big Mac sauce on it, you kind of yeah. got a Big Mac. That is how your boy got to 300 pounds in high school, baby. Big Macs, McDoubles <laughs> after practice. <laughs> right there. Before practice, during <laughs> practice. During <laughs> and, practice. <laughs> That's my intro workout. Maybe McDouble's max sauce, <laughs> Coach. I know, I know the problem here. I, I need another McDouble. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the freaking trainers on the side with just a bag of freaking McDoubles, shoving it down Lyman. Uh, oh my God, to be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Burger. Oh my God. <laughs> Didn't take um, long to descend into food. No, I didn't. But I haven't. I haven't talked about a good McDouble in a in a long time. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I don't eat McDonald's, I, so I guess I haven't had I McDonald's haven't. ever. It's probably been six or seven years. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to. Fuck! What did I have? Like? Than... Did we lose? I did oh, not hear. I, I, I didn't hear. It was kind of backed up we lost you there kyle there for a bit uh, i'm coming through like uh the ghetto of virginia so not really ghetto but just the woods mm. yeah that'll, that'll do it i'm trying i'm trying to think no i think yeah. the best yeah. thing for mcdonald's is a freaking mcgriddle hands down
2: i like, was just gonna say that
0: now nah. goaded yeah they're good yeah That's we the only thing i'll give good. them is it's it's good yeah after after freaking practices in college like they they would have just like a shit ton of egg egg uh, egg mcmuffins and stuff for mcdonald's i i tried my damnedest to get them to like just upgrade to mcgriddles one practice <laughs> <laughs> coach i need the sugar <laughs> i used to get those i would go fishing before school and mcdonald's was the only place i was open. And so me and my buddies would do like just get a bag of them and just be eating those while we're fishing. Because the McGriddles would like I would just soak together and I would just like house those while I'm sitting there. And then I'd go to school to just a fucking gut bomb because I had like five or six McGriddles at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You had fucking them dude. I'm fat. Are they like 800 oh, calories a piece? That. I used to eat like five or six of them. You can ask dude. my buddy Nick. Dude, good <laughs> on. <God. laughs> That's gotta be like food. Box in the griddles right there. I was in high school and nothing I yeah, nothing else better to spend my money on. Worth I wasn't it. doing steroids <laughs> at the time. <laughs> That's where all the money goes now. <laughs> yeah, you get the point. Oh my god. <laughs> gonna gonna have Don't to tell steroids. steroids what's up Alex I was gonna I was I gonna say got... it. this goddamn bag <laughs> is killing me <laughs> damn it uh no I was gonna say I was gonna ask Berzakai like if we can just swap out all the growth hormone with with just McGriddles. like I feel like it'd be <laughs> a lot more uh cost effective <laughs> That one does eat a it's hole in the, the pocket. Thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott, do I'm you kind want of to have said I don't have a mug to like sip out of? I yeah, know. Like, like, like <laughs> we, yeah. He was giving me shit for my drink. It's a look for with lemon in it uh oh, before you this fancy bitch <laughs> well before this before this podcast i was driving my jeep through a mud hole so i that uh, my man up. card's here but then i drink yeah. this and it brings it back more to like to center okay okay do you put a do you put your pinky out uh, pinky out yeah. yeah there it is, there it is. <laughs> the higher you hold it the fancier you are just remember that exactly That's yeah right. Yeah. Anyway, no. I sent you a bunch of questions, which thankful. Thankfully, my client sent me a few because my Instagram, none of those fuckers put anything, so I had to reach out to people. Right, Alex. Dude, I didn't get anything out there. It's a, it's like nobody cares. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's see. Uh, should we start? Should we start with the fucked up one first, Scott? Ah. Yeah, might as well. Ah. All right. From Ben, would you rather suck dick and sit on a cake or eat cake and sit on a dick? <laughs> uh, is the dick attached to a human? I sure hope so. I don't think I think it'd be worse if it wasn't. Like a real I mean one it could be a dick one. Well, if it's a dildo, I'm turning it sideways okay. and I'm sitting on the dick. Uh, it's, so yeah, it's a dildo, I mean, I'm turning it sideways. I was going to say there, there's a lot, there's a lot of open-ended. Like, does it have to be inserted into anything? Is is, yeah. is, it, is it just sitting on top of it? Can I wear clothes? I'll sit, up, I'll sit on the soft dick while I eat cake. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm with Kyle on this one. <laughs> yeah, there's the workaround. There's always a workaround, hmm. or a reach around, if you will. <laughs> um, I'd rather it not, I'd rather, I'd rather the TP not be in my, in my face. You know what I mean? I'd rather it not. <laughs> I'd rather that not be it. I do like cake. I I just feel yeah. like the first option there, there's just, there's just no bonuses. Like you're, you have, you have the dick in your mouth and you're sitting on a cake. Like just, there's, there's just no benefits there.
1: <laughs>
0: Even if you got to take the the dick, at least you're getting cake. It's, it's, exactly. Yeah, dude. Exactly. there's in there. <laughs> one to zero, we're good. <laughs> I'd rather have one one positive than than two negatives. So,
1: <laughs>
0: pretty pretty indecisive all around. Okay, that's good. I like that. If I lose you guys up here, I'll give you I'll I'll chime back in here shortly, but we're about to go through a dead spot for cell phones. Okay. Oh, did you said you went to dinner with your parents? Did they live by you guys up there? They're like uh they're probably like an hour and a half and then we we met in a town that's like 40 it's like 30 40 minutes from them and 30 40 minutes from us, so it's like a midpoint for us. Okay, right on. Yeah. That must be pretty and nice. And my birthday was a couple weeks ago. It was a couple weeks ago, and they wanted to take me out for my birthday, so we just hadn't gotten to do it. Oh, that's right, because y'all you, you have been out traveling and shit, huh? Yeah, all kinds of shit. Is that an Amon? art? Oh, that's a good t-shirt. It is. It is uh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's, he's he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's <laughs> gone. He's <laughs> gone. Oh, oh boy! Oh, oh Jesus! We out. Geo, buddy, So close. Oh, that, That's a that's a good looking face right there, too. Oh, oh bye, Kyle. Damn it! <laughs> oh, here, here comes the boy. He was chewing on my feet, and now he wants to chew on my face. You see, this? Jesus, Geode. I need. To, we need to get him trained. Like I don't even know if he passed any like training courses, but but outside. Go, go, please. Okay. Well, thanks, Ben, for that question. Ben's uh, one of my interns. I don't, he's a client of mine, and he's an uh, intern. Did you know I do internships with uh, Western Kinesiology? Have I told you about that? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So Western is uh, the college here, and so like I've worked with seven of the kinesiology majors now, um, and it's really fun uh, because like I don't have technically their style. I'm back sweet but yeah i know i uh for now (laughs) um but yeah so i i've worked with seven of the 10 majors and it's cool because like i didn't all my stuff is self-taught right like i've been lifting since i was 13 i've learned stuff i've traveled to Toronto to train with mike van wick i've done all that type of stuff and so like when i talk with 10 majors they're like generally really book smart but then like i they work with me on people's bodies and they're like oh the book isn't like this. I'm like, yeah, everyone's body's completely different. Um, And then they don't really do any nutrition stuff either for the kin program. And so like, I'll walk through like my certain, like, you know, bodybuilder type of stuff. And they're like, oh, like this does this and this does this. And like, how do you know that this does this? I'm like, I don't know why it does that. But when I do it, it works. Right. Like we talked Mm -hmm. last week with like the, the pumpkin pie filling with cream of rice. Like, obviously I know why it does it. It's like carbs and all that type of stuff. But like, why does that work really well compared to like doing the same amount of stuff with something else? I don't know, but it just kind of works. Right. So it's kind of fun to do that with the kinesiology majors. Cause usually most of them are pretty like book heavy, but then when they get around me, it's like, Oh, there's like way more stuff than just what the book says. I was training with Mike. Fucking sweet dude. It was, it was legit. Like I, uh, so a, a little, Alex has known about this for, so I went through a bit of a uh, fuck bodybuilding stage at the beginning of this year. Um, I was just, I got really, really burnt out. Cause I was with the coach that I, I liked him a lot, but it just like, it was just too much for me. It wasn't my cup of tea. And so I got burnt out and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start like running and doing CrossFit, and doing strongman and doing everything. I quit all my steroids. I got like, it was, it was, it was a good little point. And then I got really bored and I was like, I miss bodybuilding. And so I started following a lot of like Mike Van Wick stuff. and. Like, as part of an investment in my business, I was like, I'm gonna go train with him in person. So I flew out there. I'm really close to Vancouver Airport. So it was like 130 bucks to fly out there. Did a couple of training sessions with him, did a back session. So my back has been my lagging body part my entire like bodybuilding career. In one session with him, I realized I had never gotten a back pump, like straight up. Like, I, after I was done, I like did a po- posing and I was like, holy shit, like I've never actually been able to like open up. And the progress I've made from those techniques in the last like three months has been way more than I've ever made before. Um, And then he trained me with legs and fucking killed me. Like it was, it was, it was really good. He's a really cool guy. Like, you know, the videos were, he's like pretty intense. Like, Like he's legit like that in real life. It's not just the show for the videos, he's legit like intense like that. And so, um it just it was it was a really good experience. If you ever can do that, like seriously go. Pure muscle and fitness is a great gym out there too. Um tons of equipment. They've got Panada, they've got Atlantis, they've got everything you'd want. And so um, but yeah, long answer to your short question. It was it was amazing. What was the damage to train with him? Uh 250 a session. So it was it was a bit bit pricey, but honestly, like the amount of stuff I've learned from that that I've been able to apply to myself. Into my clients, not just my bodybuilder clients, but like my lifestyle clients too, where it's like, hey, like, let's actually get like full shoulder retraction. And it's like, bro, like, I haven't been able to do that. And that's why my shoulder hurts. So they're able to like, actually get stuff moving. And so like, yeah, it was, you know, the whole trip, like 250 for two sessions. So 500 and it was Canadian. So it's like 400 American. Um, and then the flight was like 130 bucks. The Airbnb was free because I use credit card points. Um, so it was like six, seven hundred bucks. Like one of the best things I've done for my business. Like I've made that money back tenfold, Shit. and I've been able to help my clients. Like it was, it was the one of the best things I've done uh, for my business. It was awesome. Shit. Jossie Gloff has a uh, licenses out that you can buy for your your coaching business. No, but I I know Bersicott kept trying me to like sign up for it. Well, got once you to sign up for, it, but Gloff has uh, he put a thing out the other day that I clicked on. It's uh for 25 licenses, and of course the price goes up depending upon how many you pay, but for 25 mm-hmm. licenses about to your your people for Nick's library, it's uh $125 a month. Oh wow, that's actually not bad at not all. Bad. And then yeah, and then the, obviously the more you scaled up the price, the pricing got higher, but um you could do up to like 100 licenses or something like that. Hmm. That is that That's is cool. pretty good. Good good for Gloff, too. Like it's you want to talk about a mastermind in the freaking sport, it's that guy. So I'm, I'm glad he's finally doing something like that. Yeah, he's a freak. He he is an absolute fucking freak. Scott, you should uh you should talk about how he almost beat the shit out of Jeff Nippert. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, I, I, not that Jeff Nippert's ever going to see this podcast. If he does, congratulations, Alex. That's a big viewer. We uh, fucking made it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> made it, buddy. So Wait, let's so, just tag Jeff Nippert and make the make the title like Jeff Nippert gets his ass kicked by Nick or something. So just it make it clickbait. It was it was Mike Van Wick. Um, even so, better, even better. <laughs> so oh my god, I was training, I was training with Mike and. That we were doing like a standing abductor machine um and so at, at pure unfortunately there's a lot of like influencers there like not just like oh i've got my iphone influencer it's like dslr cameras and like that type of shit and yeah. the jeff nippard was training and i was clear. me and mike were clearly training on this machine and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon wasn't that busy like and Jeff Nipper was doing something and the cameraman was like using my machine that I was using as like foreground, like he was on his knees, like trying to like get like a cool angle of Jeff Nipper. And I'm walking up to the machine and like me and Mike are both bigger people. Like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm arrogant, but like I'm six, five, like I'm working. You can see us walking up to the machine and I'm walking up to the machine. And Mike's like, Hey, could you move? And the cameraman doesn't say anything. And I'm looking at Mike. And Mike's like, just get on the machine. I'm like, okay. And I get on the machine and Mike's like, Hey, move. And the cameraman doesn't do anything. And so Mike like kind of kicks him with his foot. It's like, Hey, fucking move. And the cameraman's like, okay, let's start, It goes, and then we got done and then we're doing something else. And Jeff and the cameraman came over and was like, Hey Mike, what's your problem? And, uh, Mike's like, I'm trying to frame this dude. Like you're getting in my way. Like this is a gym. This is a movie studio, blah, 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 blah. And Jeff Nipper's like, well, I pay, I pay to be here just like you. He's like, no, you don't. You have millions of followers. They pay you to be here provide content. I know you don't pay to be here. And Jeff was like kind of getting in his face. And Jeff's like, he's a smaller stature dude. And Mike's about like 6'3 and is an ex-bodyguard. And Jeff's like getting close and getting into his face. And Mike is just standing there with his hands in his pocket in the middle of our training session. And he goes, I will fuck you up right now. <laughs> and, and And I'm standing there. I'm like. Uh, and Jeff is like, we just need to get like that man. And Mike's like, look, let's talk afterwards. I'm working, like, go away. But I was just sitting there, like, I wanted to say something, but I was so in shock just watching this go down. I was like, do it, Mike. Oh, okay. Do it. <laughs> yeah, a so bitch. That's, yeah, that's that's my that's my story. And I don't, I don't. Obviously, I don't know Jeff Nippert as a person, but it was just like, dude, you've got a whole gym. Like, you don't know that I just paid this much money to fly out here to work out. And your cameraman, you're trying to get a like. I was like, "Come on, man! Like that's just a bad look." Yeah, yeah. So, good times. Come on, Jeff. Do you guys ever watch no. any of this stuff? No, no, not anymore. Especially, especially not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just yeah, no. The the whole like super exercise science shit. Like I I just can't stand that stuff. Nerds doing nerd shit. Yeah, pretty much. I I would have loved to see a freaking video of Mike just fucking RKO and Jeff Nippered in the middle of. Pure- <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> oh my and god. Me, me me just being awkward standing in the background like okay I'm just i ready to train some legs now my <laughs> <laughs> just back there squatting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, that's, that's good form. That's good. <laughs> uh, how when you when you trained with Mike, like, I he's super high volume, right? Like, how how much shit oh, were yeah. you doing? Every everything was a superset, everything. So like the our warm up, which I still do because I love it. It was that standing abductor. Like I did that video on my Instagram. It was that. So standing and then seated, and then a booty band walk with squats and a booty band walk with squats, then like a 30 second rest. And we did like three rounds of that. And then we did a vertical leg press with superset mm-hmm. with walking lunges, or not a vertical, a horizontal leg press, excuse me, with walking lunges. Um, and that was pretty good. And then we did a hack squat superset with a wall sit, which was fucking horrible. And then we did a pendulum squat superset we used a panada uh pendulum squat supersetted i think with an atlantis pendulum squat so it was like two separate type of like um uh tension points like the panada one was a lot more off the bottom and then the atlantis one was more on the top so it was that was kind of nice and then we did after that it was like single leg leg extensions and then single leg uh leg curls and then immediately after that i had to get into an uber and so I had no time to like stretch out my legs. And then I immediately got on the plane and I was like, just, I smelled like sweat the whole time. And I felt so bad for the people <laughs> next to me on the plane because I probably smelled like some ball sack. Um, and uh, my legs have never been that sore in my entire life. I was legit sore because I don't, I've never done that high volume ever. And my legs were sore for legitimately seven days. It was, it was wild. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Oh yeah. god It's it's good thing they were canadian on the plane cuz then then they were nice to you. Yeah. Fucking 65 dude. I know. I'm already uncomfortable to be next to on a plane cuz I like spill into the seats and so then I smelled like shit and so I probably it was it was like a 4 hour flight I probably was just the best guy to be around. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Overall training with Mike was like a really cool experience. And I would suggest like if either of you guys can at some point, like do it. Like I, I still, I use stuff for his training. I don't do as high volume obviously. Cause like I don't take any gear anymore. So like I would not be able to recover from that every week. Um, and by not taking any gear anymore, I still take TRT, but, um, but it was, it was a good experience to learn some stuff that I can apply to like, I don't superset pack squats and wall sits but i'll do like I'll, I'll finish my workout with a wall sit now which before i would have never done no that's shoot. It, it clearly freaking works for his people so for sure yeah kyle have you trained with anybody cool like that just berzakot and that's about it same dude same yeah We're uh of cool scott I just had to pay for mine. That's all, you know, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, fair, and it, it's it's going to be really interesting. I don't know what your guys' gyms look like. Going from like mine, where there's freaking not a soul in there, to like Fitfluencer Central here in a- Oh yeah, you're moving to Florida. Yeah, that's that one's going to be a little interesting. But yeah, yeah from like a six hundred acre ranch to a six hundred square foot apartment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Training grounds and 640. There's a key distinction in there. 640. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Every sorry. inch counts, Kyle. That's right. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Training grounds is like, and I mean this with all the respect in the world, but I think everyone would agree it's full of like fake fitness influencers. We do have a couple that are like actual legit influencers that I've sent you, right? Like influencers, but, um, it's it's yeah that's why i don't train there at night anymore because you physically have to dodge tripods and just like the dork sport people that are just like where i i i don't want to get on a rant but like you know but you know the type and so i don't know if you have that in montana very much but uh it's you'll probably get some of that down there in florida Dude, I've seen like three or four people with a Dark Wolves thing, and that's about it in the span of like a year at this gym. And it's like the same, the same couple people too. So, what's your opinion? What's your opinion? Fucking everywhere at Fox Kyle. Bruh. It's all children that have cameras that some of them know what they're doing, but. Most of them have cameras, and they're just in Most of them don't compete. It's pretty, pretty summed up. They spend fifty dollars yeah. on a fucking t-shirt, so that should pretty much sum up just about everything you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's all the women that think that like are naturally like gifted they grow all the fat in their like glutes and lower body that just walk around a dark dark wolf say, "Yeah, I'm a wellness athlete." I'm Sal. but I've never competed in wellness. But I've never ever competed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like then they wear like they have like they're all these superhero t-shirts. Like, oh, we partnered with Batman. They're like, "Here's yeah, my Batman shirt." I'm like, "Who the fuck is Batman?" They're like, "I don't, I don't know." Yeah. Like, got nothing. Uh, yeah, dude, it's a, it's a freaking plague. I it's I'm gonna go down there and stick like a fucking sore thumb because all these all these people are gonna be wearing like a gold chain. A raw T-shirt or like Alphalete and other shit. I'm over here with like my fucking four XL Carhartt, my sweats tucked into my wool socks in a fucking. You won't need sweats anymore. and sweats uh, forever. For, yeah, forever, no, no matter to. what. Yeah, I have, have to it. That's what I do. Yeah. People Stand are looking at me like, "What the fuck is that thing?" <laughs> so. That'll be fun. Yeah, stick to the My sweats, biggest man. Downfall, I, yeah, go on, Kyle. Oh, it's just I never get to wear any of the fun. I own the gym or part owner of the gym, so I never get to wear any of the fun fucked up T-shirts. I got to, like, be PC, <laughs> like, mindful. Like, Mike Van wick has got that one coming out that's, like, drugs are bad, and then it's got the, all the vials says some are good. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm going to miss out on that. <laughs> Just, uh just stick your gym's logo on the on the t-shirt after you buy it, it it'll it'll be approved
1: <laughs> oh.
0: I might go in the dark here for a second I'll still be on but I gotta uh I actually have to drive my yeah. chauffeur is I, I dropped my chauffeur off at her vehicle because I picked her up earlier so okay four, four stars on Uber I take you back yeah 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 a doctor a star too don't worry <laughs> Uh, all right, sorry, I'm looking at more questions. Yeah, mm, various forms of cardio and the different goals between them. What is this good one? Um, somebody with what is that Ben again? Good old Ben, yeah, that's gonna be good. Good questions. old, he's a big fan, man. <laughs> Uh, it's talking about various forms of cardio, like assault bike, walking stairs and the different goals between them. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, well, I've got a very, a very relaxed policy on my cardio for the most, for the most part. And prep, if, I, if I'm having, if I'm having trouble and I got to implement some things, I might change some things or force some machines. But for like most of my people, it is. It is find a cardio machine that you enjoy. We're looking for some steady state cardio. Like, I just want you to get it in and it should be effect. Like it should be hard for you to have a conversation while you're doing this. Mm. But I let them like, I'm not like, Hey, you got to do the stairs today. Cause that's, that's going to make you sweat. It's going to burn more calories. It's just get the shit in. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, in prep, I'm a little bit more like, okay, we're doing this many stairs or we're doing the bike. Like, you know, it's it might be bro sciencey, but like, hey, we're trying to get the lines out of your legs. Let's do the bike. What I do a lot and what I've done recently is because I kind of get nerdy sometimes, you know, I just gave a bunch of shit for nerds doing nerd shit, but I do like the zone two cardio. I'll have my clients wear like a either like a polar chest strap or like a, a heart rate monitor if they've got one. Um, so they can stay in that zone two for that fat burning um so that they're not getting like super high like you know 130 140 beats a minute and they're just pounding down their glycogen and then they're just extra tired right it's like that zone two that 60 to 70 percent of your heart rate that's going to be where your fat burning is right so um saving that glycogen for our workout instead of depleting it during cardio especially in a prep i find helps save people's legs like a lot um and then ben probably asked us because i have my off-season people do um the assault bike like assault bike sprints um Mm -hmm. to help utilize more glucose because generally like you're eating more food and so um and also like we've all done off-season cardio it's like yeah we're programmed 15 minutes of cardio post-work and you're like i don't want to fucking do that like (laughs) it seems like a waste of time it's like okay fine get on the assault bike for four minutes and feel like you're going to puke right and it's it's Mm -hmm. just good for your heart right like It's not like the most traditional like bodybuilder thing to do bike sprints, but it's honestly, I think it's good for the client's heart, especially if they're eating like, like Taylor, right? Like eating 500, 600 grams of carbs and she's five foot two and 140 pounds. Like it's probably going to be best for her heart to get a little bit higher intensity in there. So she can one use glucose better, but two, just be a little bit healthier so that she can lift a little bit better. So, um, that's kind of my two differences of cardio and it kind of depends on the season. No, I think that's really good. Um, I've kind of been splitting mine up because I guess we can kind of split this up into like off-season athlete or in-season athlete or even just like lifestyle client. Um, Realistically, what what seems to be working on my end at least is just kind of giving them the choice of what, what they feel like they can kind of recover from or what they actually like. So if like somebody likes to do the Stairmaster, I'll probably try and push them away from it just because I like i think it's pretty hard on people's legs so if we're trying to hold on to as much tissue as possible whether that's a right or wrong answer i don't know Seemed to work for morgan and her prep and holding on to as much as she could so um i like to steer people more towards just like the incline treadmill just because walking walking seems to work for everybody easy on your joints yeah. so i've been sticking yeah. with that for the most part or just like bike bike too um but it it seems like for the most part people people have trended more towards the incline treadmill so that's just really what i stick with a lot of times but um what what i got from one of the um, integrated muscle coaches i don't know if you guys know who trey buffery is but he he really likes to implement implement more of the just like have them take a walk outside for like a mile and a half two miles a day that, that really goes for like anybody um just so you can get some like actual sunshine that sort of stuff vitamin d you know um and just just connect with not not staring at a screen you know so um i've been doing a lot more of that and maybe a little less more of the actual concentrated cardio side of things it seems to be working okay but um for, for the most part like it seems I like, like that cardio good yeah no go yeah i said i like that uh the the walks i like using them not at, of course not in prep but uh especially if they're like a gi case so they've got like high stress just that that inflammatory response like the walks like you were saying um mm-hmm. and I, I probably picked it up from austin just being in that same group but i like the the walk just keeping stress down but still getting them moving mm-hmm. um i think it's really beneficial yeah, people people don't realize just freaking moving around a little bit does, does a does a hell of a lot. I mean the, I mean really, what's the difference b- between just like taking a walk at relatively the same pace per- versus like putting a little bit of an incline and moving a little bit faster, right? In terms of like your cardio in the point. Really, at that point, we're just looking at like your heart rate for the most part, right? I would argue. Yeah, I think I think yeah. if you if you can get your cardio, if you can get your heart rate up into that zone two. It really, it's just nitpicking what the cardio is, right? Like for Danny, for example, her last prep, she was taking being and her heart rate's already a little bit higher. She was able to get in her zone too by just walking around outside. So instead of her coming into the gym for her morning fast to cardio some days, if she just, let's say it was a Sunday, it was an off day and it's like, man, I, she lives like 30 minutes from the gym. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, I don't really want to drive 30 minutes just to walk 40 minutes on the treadmill. It's like, okay, you've got your, you've got your watch. Just make sure you're staying in that zone two because you're on your hemming. your heart rate's already pretty jacked up because you're pretty late in prep, like just walk pretty fast and just if you're in zone two, I don't care, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I prefer, I prefer a little bit more control, um, like a treadmill or something like that, but it also depends on the athlete, right? Is this athlete cheating cardio or is like this athlete kind of not losing fat as fast as you would think they are maybe really sticking them on a machine to like make sure the variables are variables are controlled. But like for Danny, like I'm trusting that she's doing everything. It's like, okay, I I can I can trust you that you are actually gonna stay in the cardio zone that I need you to just by walking around outside. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like we're all pretty much on the same page there. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a big thing is, is trust with an athlete when it comes to cardio. That's where like I struggle sometimes. And like, Alex knows more about my coaching than, uh, you do Kyle, but sometimes that can be a little bit tough. Like with certain, like certain things, like, you oh, know, I like things the way I like the certain things that I like. <laughs> and, uh, it, which is, it's how it is. I'm trying to be better on it. But like, sometimes clients haven't earned that trust yet of like, hey, I'm just, I'm going to do the stair or I'm going to do the treadmill instead of the stairs. It's like, are you really though? Like, are you are you not doing the stairs because it's just hard? Like, maybe it there's a mental side. It's like we should probably do the stairs because it is hard, right? Or like, ah, I don't want to do the bike sprints. I'm going to do uh, whatever else. It's like, do you just not want to do it because it's hard, right? It's it's earning that trust with the client. Some clients, clients earn that trust, and some clients don't. And that's just through action. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, I get that. Yeah, I, it's. I don't I should probably start using more of that hit I I really like that Scott I just I don't know I just haven't been doing any of that it's probably because I don't even have an assault bike right now I just don't even think about it you can do them on like a rower um it's kind of hard to do on a treadmill you have to have people running but like what I do um and that's something I, I learned from Jake Benson and I also learned it just from like looking up studies and like not a lot of studies are very conclusive on it but it it at least proposes a good thesis of like, hey, there might be some benefits of doing that high intensity cardio, like, uh, short, high, short burst cardio for like glucose management. It's like the studies are kind of eh, amp, but it's like, I like the idea of it. Um, and so it, I don't know where I was kind of going with that, but it's, it's a nice, simple, effective way to kind of do that. Um, like I said, you can do it on a rower, you can do it through like ball slams, you can do like 10 seconds of quick ball slams and then mm-hmm. rest for 20 seconds. You could, you can do it with burpees. That's kind of a high impact thing, though, especially if like you're a big bodybuilder like us, right? Like 260 pounds, 255 pounds, right? I don't know where Kyle's at, but like doing burpees up and down, that would be hard on us. But there's there's things that you can do with it. Um and, and you get the same thing. Your heart rate gets jacked up and you burn glucose for a shorter duration. We just don't want to be burning glucose for like 40 minutes on the stairs or the step or the treadmill, because then that's when we're burning into our muscle. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, faster cardio? Are you guys big on like it's got to be this? Are you guys more so like yeah, just kind of whatever fits your kind of timeline. I like faster cardio because it just feels good. Like that's what I do every day, just for my off season. And like I, once I'm done with my workout man, I don't want to do shit. I don't want to walk on the track. I don't. I, you know I just want to get it. Like I wake up in the morning, I walk Geo outside. I do my Christen cardio for 20 minutes just to keep my heart healthy and then I meditate. And it's like, that's just like my normal schedule of what I do, right? Like post-workout, I just want to eat my fruity pebbles and lay there for a second, because I'm usually pretty fucking tired. So. <laughs> oh, you're a kid. I love it. I am a child. <laughs> uh, how about you? How about you there, Kyle? I mean, I might implement some fasted cardio in, in, in prep or something if I if, if I feel like I need that extra push. Um, but I just generally don't program it often just because most people that I deal with generally have some sort of like lifestyle or I, like my one that's professional. Like, sure, she like we were behind the eight ball fasted cardio. She gets yes take care of while her husband gets ready for work like that's i I can't really program fat that at that point i mean sure i can but like could i reduce stress and make her life easier by just like giving her a set amount of cardio and saying get it done when you can get it done and like you can split it in two sessions if you need to i can split it into three like can i gain more off of just reducing that stress being like hey i need you to squeeze fasted cardio in your schedule today. like I used it, but I definitely don't. I use it sparingly. And, and it, when the time is right, do I think it has benefit? Yes. But do it definitely has its windows and its people that I can use it with and some that I just can't. And I, I find more often than not that I think I get more benefit out of it where they fit it in their schedule um, than if I try to force it to a window. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, it's... it's I feel like it's it's going to be pretty case-dependent. Everything's context, right? So, like, I, I like to tell a lot of people, yeah. especially in Montana, like, trying, trying to have someone go somewhere in the middle of winter to go go get some cardio done, like, somewhere in the morning. Like, it, like you're talking, like, depending how much they're doing, like, maybe an hour, hour and a half extra to their day because there's freaking three feet of snow on the ground. They're spend 20, 15 minutes heating up their car. Then they got to do the cardio, then got to freaking shower and do all, do all their other shit. So I fuck. that's what I used to deal with when, when I started to do that. So having some, so I always recommend like trying to get some piece of equipment for your house that that always seems to be like the biggest time saver, like 200 bucks yep. for a treadmill yep. or a bike or something like easy. Then that way you can just kind of hit your cardio whenever you want. Um, if I had to leave every morning for fasted cardio, there's a 0% chance that it'd be getting done. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's, it's freaking sucks, dude. Oh, my God. I used to do that Especially all the, in the time. I used to go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. Like, bef- like before I would go, go to my engineering job and shit. Like, it'd take me like an extra hour and a half, two hours of my day. I'd be up at four o'clock just to go get like 20, 30 minutes of cardio in the morning and tell them like this is the stupidest shit in the world why am i doing this but (laughs) um yeah no i just feel like it's pretty context dependent like if you're able to get it done if you're like a lifestyle client you're able to get it done in the morning like oh yeah do it in the morning sure whatever just kind of get it done or it's like you like with scott and scott was saying like that you're really trying to maximize something with with your glycogen usage right so I, I think that's important, but like, other than that, I, get, I guess it's re- really important when you start taking like some of the extracurricular shit too, like, so, okay, like you're taking growth hormone, you're taking clen. clean, like, okay, let's, let's maybe actually use the fasted cardio now to actually maximize some of that shit. But um, yeah, no, I just feel like it's pretty context dependent. Up, I Bob? 100% agree. Hey people, <laughs> <laughs> he's here. I'm here, Uh, finally. Zach, would you rather suck a dick and sit on a cake (laughs) or sit on a dick and eat cake? Uh, I would definitely (laughs) sit on a dick and eat cake. Unanimous. (laughs) Yep. I just don't think I would be good at sucking a dick. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) It just wouldn't be fun for anybody. I just don't think, I mean, like, I, I've got a terrible gag reflex. Like, I just don't feel like he would enjoy it. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I mean, I never tried it. So I don't know if I would enjoy it, but I just really don't feel like I would. But well, I've never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good answer. That was a good answer. Oh. <laughs> oh. Woo. Jesus. How are you doing today? Coming in with the fire. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: So what, what, else, what other dick thing?
0: stuff we talked about? Not enough. That's apparently. the only dick thing. Yeah, not enough, apparently. Yeah, shit. Is <laughs> that <laughs> uh. in-depth? That, I mean, I yeah, felt- that, that was some thought process I didn't even think of. So, I mean, like, it, it's got to be fun for the whole family, you know? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I feel like you at least have to have some logical thought processes, and no matter what the question is, like that's mean, important. Yeah, I mean, we we were just thinking, like, there's no, there's no positives in the sucking dick scenario. Like, you don't even get the cake. You have to sit on it. But, I mean, like, if you want to go down that route of – just not being good at sucking dick, like, hey, dude. I mean, well, I mean, if it's what if I don't like the cake? I mean, what if it's what if <laughs> you don't like the dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already been through that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Do we, do we have to sit on an ice cream cake? I feel like that changes the conversation. It kind of. It would. I mean, it could. That's pretty. That's pretty. Like, is cool it? Do you have pants. You have pants on when you sit on the cake, or is it That's like what Alex said? I mean, because I mean, if you think about, it, I'm sure, like sand gets everywhere, and and you have like like pants on, so like I'm sure if you didn't have cake, like the place cake would go. like. There's just that whole the whole thing doesn't the whole thing is just negative. But see, my thing here is it doesn't say the dick has to be hard and inside. You can just sit on the dick and eat the cake. Yeah. So you sit on a soft dick and eat cake. Sounds great. But I mean, that sounds like a normal Friday night for Kyle, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Friday. That's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. If we're going to got to be hard. Like I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think it, I think it would be just as weird sitting on a soft dick. <laughs> well, it's gonna be weird either way. <laughs> Scott, did you did oh, you man. think we would have a conversation about our religion and then dicks in the same same? Yes. We're 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 being really flexible here. We're we're going like Christ, and then we've gone like dicks, and then we've gone yeah. like coaching stuff, like really good like coaching stuff. Then we're going back to dicks and food. Of course, we got food in here, so it's it's.
2: What, what kind of coaching no, stuff did we talk,
0: talk about? Uh, cardio, uh What else did Ben asked Besides the big question. Mike Van Wick story. Training with Mike oh, my Van Mike. Wick. Yeah, my Mike yeah. Van Wick story and training with him. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm Kyle looking... ate a burger like a fat ass. So there was that. Oh. I made steak. What type <laughs> of steak? steak? That sounds delicious. Skirt steak. Mmm. How do I mean, you- I had a I cooked on the grill. No, but, like, temperature. <laughs> oh, medium rare. Okay. All right. Good, good. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, the, the amount of people, like, I, I don't know why, why this brings it up, but, like, playing football, dudes, like, the amount of people that would eat freaking just the grayest steaks and then dump an entire, like, can the I hate those them. people. Like straight up, oh and just want to hit them. It's so terrible. And it's like you're, story. you're almost a vegan at that point. <laughs> like you're, you're ruining everything. Everything about that you're ruining. But I hate it. If you guys had to I put mean, seasoning on a steak, what would it be? Just one season. That's, s is enough for Montreal me. Montreal steak. Costco, man. I'm uh the big green egg brand makes an adobo coffee. And it oh, is the shit. Mark. That sounds phenomenal. I yep. love a good freaking coffee steak. There was this restaurant in Bozeman that did this coffee and teriyaki glazed New York strip. Ooh. Oh, buddy. It was the greatest thing ever, and then just one day. It was at this restaurant that was actually in our shitty mall that they have. Super random. It's it's also where my wife's parents got engaged, fun fact. But they stopped (laughs) fucking selling that steak. I'm pissed. It was the greatest thing ever. I got this season. This Jamaican lady just moved up here she, like, makes her own seasonings. And this was a wickedly good barbecue rub with coffee. It's coffee, pepper flakes, onion, garlic powder, salt, parsley, thyme, brown sugar, and smoked paprika. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Kyle Kyle tried cheese. Uh, she makes, like, her own from scratch Jamaican jerk. Kyle tried it on his food, and, it, like, it wasn't meant to be tried on food. But no. it was really good. <laughs> No, it was not meant to be tried on food. There was a lot of salt in there. <laughs> it's probably why I had like a great pump the next day. I probably had the like an elephant supply of fucking salt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh oh, shit. I'm trying to find more bodybuilding questions. Hold on. How fucking expensive bodybuilding is. Anyone? anyone <laughs> <from my library. laughs> depends it on hurts. how enhanced you are yeah it hurts that? <laughs> yeah I, it's that's, worse that's, for women oh for sure one of my clients uh, probably the one who answered that asked our question had like a seven eight hundred dollar suit like See, it's i, it, it I don't know about insane. that i'll argue Not that it. that the men are more expensive year-round <laughs> depends on how enhanced you are it doesn't i mean i don't even know that it depends on that like a female's portion of protein what What are we going to get up to like 130 140 and most guys are what like not most but if you're enhanced what 200 220 like you're eating oh, a boy, half dude. pound of meat every fucking meal oh like, dude i'm at 400 right now it's it's fucking hurting Meats expensive right now. <laughs> yeah. Or or just be a female client of mine, and I will push food, more food down your fucking throat than any man will ever eat. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like when it, I think when you weigh the food, the gear, even if lightly using gear year round, I think we catch yeah. up to the women, even though their right. suits are more expensive. Because even if you look at it as like you do a protein once a day like you do a protein powder once a day even just once a day you're doing two yeah. scoops where she's doing one yep so yep. that adds up if you're doing this yes. if you're doing if you're if you're spending let's just say you're roughly spending fifty dollars a month on protein powder for a female you'd be spending a hundred for a male so that alone is 600 bucks for the yeah. year Either way, oh. it's fucking expensive. Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not cheap on either of us. But I. I think the women just get hit harder at Showtime with like makeup and hair and <laughs> all that shit, and then we just get hit year round with the sheer volume of food and and drugs. Uh, yeah. You know what? Next show, I'm gonna buy a bedazzled suit. It's gonna be oh, fine. Hell yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! I think you should just what? do it yourself. <laughs> this is this is a uh, you should just NPC, right bedazzle, like, just bedazzle like daddy across your ass cheeks or something or like juicy yeah <laughs> that sounds like it belongs in one of those other divisions that's not the npc that they do like the dancing posing and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought about doing that be fun. <laughs> oh no, I think I might have to agree with Kyle there, man. It's a fuck ton of food. Once you start getting it up to like five thousand calories too, and that's just like your off season. Oh yeah, God knows. Whenever how you life. guys said it, then I, I immediately feel. I mean, because even let's even if you eat the same every day, let's just think of our cheat meals. Like, oh, fuck. if I go eat sushi, <laughs> my wife spends t- like twenty five dollars on sushi. I'm spending at least seventy. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> like so and then burgers like she eats one burger and fries i'm eating double or triple of that it's for me yeah. and her to go to culver's it's fuck it's fucking 45 dollars and majority of that's me and that's if we don't get concrete yeah. mixer. <laughs> well you got to get the mixer yeah, yeah but i usually make her pay for that <laughs> <laughs> I always i'm like if you're not going to give me dessert you at least have to pay for it Bro, our fat asses are going to, uh, you ever seen those like, uh, videos on like Instagram where they bring out the the entire cheese wheel and it's like hollowed out and they stir your pasta in the cheese wheel and then put it on your plate. Oh, um, you're going to one of those places. I'm going on Saturday before the, I'm going to see Burt Kreischer. So I'm going before the Burt Kreischer show to like a pasta cheese wheel place. Jesus. You better not smoke so- or you're going to go to sleep. I am definitely not smoking because I only, <laughs> yeah, always fall asleep. <laughs> Dude, if you if you don't gain 10 pounds for that, I'm going to be pissed. I mean, maybe I'll be like you and lose two pounds or something or somehow. Oh, I don't know. I, last check-in, I was 266. <laughs> this check-in, I was fucking 261. <laughs> Over uh, Thanksgiving. Can someone explain that to me? Please. <laughs> I added an entire pie to my diet. That that makes no sense. I think your wife is giving you diet food. Dude, she I think she must have, man. Like you're put put some freaking um oh god. I'm blanking on the word. Nope, I'm losing it. C- St- C- stuff that C- makes C- a shit. Oh uh uh not a diuretic. Suck. No, that's in the whipped cream, dude. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Matt's laxative. Like, laxative. Thank you. Meanwhile, Berzakot's like, who would have known that we would have made you an ectomorph? I'm like, God damn it. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't I complain know. about it. I mean, I just want it to be 300, you know? Yeah. Maybe one day um okay how isolating bodybuilding is that's not really a question but Uh, how 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 isolating bodybuilding can be from friends and social stuff you just got shitty friends (laughs) just get new friends dude get bodybuilders yeah start a podcast <laughs> That's right. No, it can no, be, but like, yeah. go ahead, whoever's. No, no, it's uh, it, it it definitely can be, but kind of kind of what I say is like, if your friends are really like, if you if I went to any one of you, right? And I've known Alex longer, but if I went to any of my friends, and like, hey man, I'm doing this bodybuilding competition. I'm really going to commit to it and do this. If any of them were going to be like, well fuck you, man, you're not going to go out with us, I'd be like all right, like, cool. Like, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll see you later. Like, that's just how I am. And so I've had clients from like, I've lost friends because I don't go out with them anymore. It's like, yeah, well you're 35 with two kids. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, there's, there's priorities to certain goals and I know it comes off as kind of harsh. And I've been in bodybuilding for a while and I, I, I've made those sacrifices, but you know, it's, it's worth it in the end because, it, you learn so much from bodybuilding. So it definitely can be isolating for sure. But um, I think at the end of the day, you learn so much more about yourself. That's more valuable to your future family and friends uh, that you wouldn't have learned going out and partying. If that makes sense. I agree completely. 100%. Yeah. I, I think it doesn't have to be as isolating as some people think it does. Like, I mean, other than the last few weeks, I get it. But like, you can still go do things. Like, you can, like, honestly, screw people. Like, if you want to go out, if your family's going out to dinner, or you do all these things, like, you can go be with friends. Just bring your food, you know. And if people are weird about that, then you know that's that's on them. That's not on me, you know. Or eat before you go. Like, if I've, I've been on, I went on vacation three weeks out before, like. And it was fine because I packed my food and I went to the gym, but I was at the beach. Like I had to work and everything else. Like it was freaking great. You know? Um, like, I just feel like you can go do things. If that's what you want to do in the day, you're going to make it work. Now, granted going out and drinking and stuff, that's a bit different, but I feel like that's just gotta be a choice within yourself. And if you make this bodybuilding a choice, then you already kind of are leaning that way anyway. um, and those people just—I don't feel like if you, if you have to go drink with someone to be their friend, I don't feel like they're a friend anyway. But that's just me. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, that's the, that's the crazy thing. With I was I was talking about this with a client the other day with alcohol. Like alcohol has, and I tell, this is my bias of background from a dad who was an alcoholic that drank himself to death, and like I I I'm sober, so I do have that bias. But alcohol has limited place, if any place in a bodybuilding diet, like straight up, like, it's what I tell people, you can kind of look at it, let's say you go off your diet, and you binge on a box of cookies for a day, your insulin sensitivity is going to be screwed for the next day, but then it's going to get back to normal unless you keep doing that, right? You drink two to three drinks of alcohol, whatever it is, your insulin sensitivity screwed for like three to four days like it literally like if you can see it there's studies that show it you're sterilizing your gut because you're poisoning your gut your insulin sensitivity screw up your inflammation is going to be high so like i have clients where it's like well i have a free meal and they're not prep, they'll say they're a lifestyle client which that's a little bit different but they're like well i have my free meal and i have two to three drinks with it and it's like well that's why we're not making any progress because every time you have a free meal you're screwing your insulin sensitivity because you're eating more than normal and you're pounding a bunch of alcohol and it's like, I'm sorry, but there's just no, I, I can make the most perfect plan in the world. But if we're having alcohol, like, I'm not saying like a drink every month, but like for having two to three drinks a week, I can't do anything about that. And that's what kind of sucks sometimes. Cause then you're in that position as a coach. That's like, you're telling someone they can't drink, but it's like, that's also what they pay us for. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. I mean, I mean, even in the context of like all the social stuff, if anything. I feel like if you're going out to have like a good time or social, like a big ass dude sitting in the corner eating, freaking their meals and stuff. Like, I f- I feel like that's a good top topic point for people to come up to talk to you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's just me. But like, you can. I mean, even still, you just find a friend group and make your own like fun. Like, no. Yeah. Go do things that with friends that don't want to party. Like, I think I just, I just spent 10 days in Orlando and Atlanta just hanging with Zach and them. Like that's, I didn't stay home sheltered, like still go out and do things. Mm -hmm. And we had a pretty good time. I thought. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle's like, yeah, yeah, dude, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I still feel those Bulgarians.
1: <laughs>
0: I but yeah, I whatever. Think, I your training has been building. worse since you've been back. 100 <laughs> percent I think, I think bodybuilding to kind of wrap up the question, it can be isolating, like, especially if you're brand new into but like if you're in your first year and you're making all these big changes with certain things and you're getting a coach like, you know, the four of us coaches that care, which th- that sounds like a really cute t-shirt, but like, you know, there's, <laughs> like we, we, I I've seen your guys' Instagram and just talking with you guys, like we care about our athletes. We're not just these coaches that are just farming out people. Right. And so when, when we see that and it's like, okay, we kind of have that expectation for clients. It can feel isolating, but then that's where we can be there as a coach to be like, okay, Hey, we can tell them like, you know, you, if your friends are telling you to drink, try to find new friends or like do these things like eat, like he said, Zach, like eat your meals before, or like bring your meals with you. Or like, you know, that's, that's where a coach can come in and like help them not feel as isolated. Right. Or like I have, like, I call it team SMG, like be friends with other ones. Of my clients, like be friends with people at the gym. Like there's positive environments that can help foster a good place where you don't feel as isolated anymore. 10%. Yeah, you just kind of got to determine what your priorities are. Yep. I, I think that's the big thing. Do you Do you want a beer? Like, you can go have an O'Doul, I guess, if you really want a beer. But, Jeez. gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, benefits of nicotine slash GPC while lifting. I guess I can talk. No about benefits. That one no there is i i I, pro- I promise you there is um so this is where I you guys i i play with it a little bit because i do nerdy stuff so uh i started this because i have a bunch of clients who fucking vape and i can't stand vaping and so i was trying my best to get my clients to stop vaping and then i was like okay how can we like use nicotine as a like performance enhancer so it helps like it helps you absorb or increases your amount of choline right it helps with focus Mm-hmm. um and so that also helps with muscle contractions right so it's like okay we take that plus we take the alpha gpc to kind of take the edge off so you don't get like the the crash um and it's a wicked pre-workout man like it is like you feel like you can lift the entire gym however if you do not have a nicotine tolerance you will get nauseous and throw up and so i <laughs> like if you like i i don't really have a nicotine tolerance so i do like the three milligrams ins. but like i've got a client who. She uses sixes because she does she vapes and she gave someone who has no nicotine tolerance oh. a a six and oh they boy. fucking threw up. Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things where I I reserve it for a few clients and I try to use it as like a hey, get off of vape, not the hey, do this and vape. So uh um, what about that- what about the fact of that nicotine is a like vasoconstrictor? As well, that's I was going with that. Oh, oh I so have. It's to, gonna ruin. It's gonna technically ruin your pump. I felt better pumps with it, to be honest. Okay. Like in the last like three weeks that I've been doing it, I felt like insane pumps. I also take like citrulline and porine and all that type of stuff to like really open up my blood vessels. So maybe if I didn't take that, it would constrict my blood vessels. Okay. But with it, like I feel, I feel like really good pumps. So that's just me. Um, but yeah, I, I could see if you didn't for sure. But for me personally, I feel insane. Okay. Have you gotten to the point where you feel like you need it for your workout? No, because with the alpha GPC, it helps with like, I don't get any cravings with it. I don't get any crash with it, but I'm not the point where I'm like, oh, I need to take this to feel a good workout. Like if I'm training, like I like using it for like legs or like maybe back, but if I'm doing arms, I won't do it. Okay. Yeah. They're kind of like Seattle's, yeah, exactly. Okay, so what you're saying is I should be using my Grizzly Wintergreen for training legs. That's right, <laughs> God. I feel like that would suck. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, how how dumb dark sport is. We kind of went over that a little bit. Oh yeah, we kind yeah. of did. Zach, like it's got a bad name. It's got a bad name. I ordered something on Black Friday, so I can't talk shit. It was a really. Oh book. no, no, oh, no, I know. No. I know. How much was it? It was. Uh, I got Lindsay and I both something, and it was like seventy-five dollars. I think it was a hoodie, and it was a hoodie and a tee, or it was eighty-five dollars. Something up. Like when it wasn't awful. That's better than I yeah, yeah. The the hoodie looks cool. I don't know. I probably some some broccoli haired fuck will have it on in the gym, and I won't <laughs> want to wear it anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, we got one dark wolf with us. So good for good for you. Yeah, uh, I'm. I just excited. bounce around. Okay, I bounce around. I don't know things I like. Gas. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. What's I've wrong? Got with Lulu. I, I'm. I'm. So I'm. I'm bougie. I like fashion, and sometimes <laughs> just gas just makes me feel like just not. <laughs> it is a little hoboish. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm all gas, baby.
1: If I don't look this funny, I'm size. too big. <laughs>
0: uh... Okay, Fuck. I'm trying to see what else I got here. Um, relationships during prep.
1: Uh I don't know, I don't know if we have enough
0: time. I don't know if we have enough time. Oh, we'll save that. Okay, advice for starting/slash when to start gear now, yes. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday. Uh. No. Ask no. your pediatrician to go get you on H. Yeah. You need you I'm pretty, I don't know, in the day and age of seeing these 19, 20 year old freaks that are about to do nationals. I keep seeing all these pictures and these kids are like 19 and 20, and I'm just like like nuts. it's nuts, but I really feel like even for the kids that like started, cause I know a lot of the younger generation like started lifting with like football and stuff when they were like 12, 13, 14 years old, you know? So mm-hmm. even then you're talking about having only five years under your belt and possibly three of them like in, you know, full blown puberty and none of them with a majority would be none of them will be with a down with a balanced plan um i don't know people just need to remember that taking gear it's not cumulative so if you were like oh i'm going to keep a dose low and you're 19 20 years old like you are your levels are the highest they're ever going to be Okay, now, granted, for certain people, like, I've got a 22-year-old right now that's on TRT. Like, his levels were, like, 320. And so, like, he needs to be on stuff. Like, that's just his – sorry that his genetics card's freaking blow. You know, but majority of people, especially if you're active and you're athletic and you're fit male, you've got – your ranges are as much as mine are on TRT or 500 milligrams. You know, so like, and if you've still got, you know, if you're if you're in that age as well, your IGF levels are gonna be higher than say someone in their 30s. And then if you have to like start taking things and you're taking AIs, so you're suppressing that, you're suppressing your, your IGF production by taking AIs because you're trying to stop your, your body from aromatizing. You know, there's all these other things to think about. Um I just If you are putting on tissue, like as cool as it is, like I got a freak and he wants to go on gear. And like as much as I want to put him on gear because I know what it's going to do, like I'm pushing him to make to make a smarter decision. We'll see if he makes that one. But like. I just you you can most people have so much more potential than they think they do when it comes to, to it. It takes time. Taking gear does not fix the time. It still takes time. You just might have like a little bump to get started. And then from that on that point on, it still takes time. So the it, gears, is not an end all be all fix all. So. I mean, you just need to make sure you have all your like, are you checking all the boxes? Are you eating six meals a day? Are you 100% of calorie surplus? Are you tracking like your training? Are you are you doing everything you can to get bigger and not getting bigger? If that's the question and you're like, you know what? I'm fucking tapped out. I'm fucking stuck at that point. Sure. But if you're not checking any of those other boxes along the way where you're like, you've got these missing gaps where like you're not hitting your nutrition, you're not training. hard. Like if you're not doing those things, then that's that's on you. And like leaning on drugs isn't going to do anything for you. I mean, like you like Zach said, you're going to get that initial pop from having the drugs, but your shitty training, and your shitty fucking nutrition will still come back to fucking haunt you. Yeah. And you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. For And also for, like, the love of God, go get some baseline fucking tests, too. Yes. Jesus Please. Christ. Please. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I try to explain to people, like, going back to what Kyle said. I try to, like, visually, okay? So if you have – if you've got a pie chart, okay, and we've got it divided Five. into multiple things – so, you know, training's one. You have your supplementation, the other. You have your workout, is, you know, the other. And then we have gear. Okay. So, like, the biggest thing is going to be your food and training. Then it goes down to supplementation. And even smaller is gear. Like, if none of this other shit's working and right. That doesn't matter. That's why you see so many puff, fat balls in the gym that look like their faces are about to explode because they have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. And they're like, oh, my, I'm, I'm taking a bunch of D-ball. I'm getting huge. Okay, well, you probably not, bud. Good luck, ta- you know, dropping that and losing 25 pounds because you're carrying a bunch how's of water because you're eating like a turd. Yeah, and how's your blood pressure? You know, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. I say probably don't start until you're 25. That's that seems to be like a good. I feel like it's a good number. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's a good number. number. Yeah. I see the number getting that's, tossed that's around a, great, a lot. That's a great number, right, Alex? As a guy like me that started at nineteen. Yeah, but like at the same, time, like your t- your testosterone was all sorts of fucked up. Oh, I was fucked up at nineteen. I was like your Kyle or uh, your client Zach. Um, my testosterone at nineteen was like three hundred. Like I yeah. was, I I was, I was a meathead bodybuilder, like checking all the boxes i was like sleeping great eating good all the stuff but like my recovery was dog shit i had a 19 year old dude with no sex drive it was horrible like that's yeah. not normal like all the stuff and i got my levels checked It' was like yeah your levels are 300 it's like oh okay and so i did trt for a couple years and then i started playing with more stuff but um that's also i just i i have the advice of like oh yeah you should probably wait till you're 25 or max might do this, this this. but i also didn't care like i just wanted to fucking do it right and that's where i try to be in the situation where i'm at now with with certain people that come to me it's like oh should i start gear it's like no don't like unless you're gonna compete unless you really want to like try to go far in the sport like you do some blood work but like understand the risks of certain things i think too many people don't understand the risks of that they're putting themselves into not just with like the your lipids or your liver or anything like that like the quality of drugs out there is so piss poor with anything, with any street drug that you get, whether it's fucking Percocets with fentanyl in them, like you probably see all over the place, Zach, or they're mm-hmm. um, like you know uh street marijuana, which I don't know why you buy if it's legal in my state, but like shits laced with fentanyl. But like the garbage gear that I used to get when I would get stuff from the fucking guy on Reddit, right? Like, and yeah. that's my bad for getting a bad source, but like getting infections and getting abscesses and like. And, Oh yeah, this is normal. No, it's not fucking normal. You're you're injecting yeah. bath chemicals in your body, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. and so like people don't understand the risk, and they're like, "Well, my buddy took this and he said it's fine." It's like, well, you're not your buddy, man. Like that's the same uh, generic response. Like, well, my buddy took this pill and he was fine, and then you take it, and you fucking die. And I'm not saying you're gonna yeah. die from steroids, yeah. But like,
2: you know, it's my buddy,
0: same, yeah, yeah. So like your your buddy taking it. He might genetically be able to process those drugs better, but then you take it once and you you get a whole bunch of acne, you get mood swings, you get like all the side effects that your buddy didn't get just because he genetically doesn't, isn't predisposed predisposition to those things. 100%. It's the same thing with, I mean, then you talk, then you go to the other route and you're talking about, do you want to have kids? Do you want to have your nuts ever want to work? You know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, And but I have both sides of that. I've got two clients right now that got, Got their wives pregnant like four weeks out, like hammering, hammering stuff. Okay. And then I have another client that ran gear somewhere. for fucking, he ran gear for two years and then came off and has no, like his FSH, his LH, all that is gone. Like, so, and like, cannot get it to recover, you know? So, every, like, you just don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. That's that's something I carry a lot of. Um, I'm to turn this into Scott's group therapy, but like that's something I carry a lot of guilt about now that like me and my wife are trying to like potentially have kids. And you know who knows? My testosterone's been shitty since I was 19, so I could have just been shot from the very beginning. But like, you know, we're we're trying to kind of have kids, and I haven't done any fertility stuff yet. But it's one of those things that's forever in the back of my head. It's like, man, did you fuck yourself? Like straight up. Like, and and well, I, I'm I'm working through it, but let me know Scott if you need to talk yeah. I've yeah. got I got this I have the stack that is proven yeah. tried and true um was got hit that got that guy's up uh his sperm count up 600 percent damn okay yeah. and brought his fsh his shbg is or and his LH like up double to where it was so he was actually producing stuff um and he had been working with a doc not to not to 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 he'd been working with a doctor for two and a half years and could not get his sperm count was like 44 million or something and we got it up to over 600 million and he was Damn. able to freeze his stuff so nice. if there becomes a problem let me know We'll figure it's it out. Two oh, grams thanks, man. I grams appreciate trans. that. Do I, have... I said two grams of trend. Secret, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're <that's... laughs> we're gonna mix HCG and trend, and then you <laughs> snort a line of enclomiphene. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah, well, Scott, it makes you feel better. My test was fucked up, fucked up after football. So, yeah, I bet it's the extremely high volume that strength coaches in high school, for some reason, just love to do. Plus, like practice and eating like shit, and like, and also too, like if you want to get like tinfoil hattie, like the stuff that's in our water, the stuff that's in our clothes, all the microplastics, like all that garbage. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a ton of kids, guys our age, like, Dude, you know, 100% age range, percent across screwed. the board. So, everybody's yeah, yeah, no, really. a with Six McGriddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That, that was increasing my testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> Six McGriddles a day.
2: <laughs>
0: it wasn't a day. It was like every time I went fishing, but yeah, it's still not great for me. I know that. <laughs> no, it wasn't a okay, day. It was-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. God, dude, I want to go get a McGriddle right now.
2: <laughs> Fair.
0: <laughs> Too bad it's a fucking, like, hour away. No, not really. It feels like an hour away. Don't live in the boonies, guys. Actually, Uh-oh. live in the boonies. That's great. That's yeah. what I love.
1: Um...
0: I think that's it i think that's all we got that was a good solid like hour and 40 minutes yeah, yeah. you know we, we actually got to get a few more questions together but other than that wait to way to text those people for questions god thanks man i'll, I'll put in put in the work and text all the people <laughs> but i had a code red mountain Dew zero sugar today and my yeah, entire life is fucking made Oh yeah, my did. god, I have I have the best clients. I have the best friends. Oh my god, did he get you a case at least, or was that like your one? Uh, he got thing? me. He kept some. I think I think I ended up getting like ten or ten or so. I oh,
2: can't. That's a good I don't haul. know.
0: Yeah, that's a good haul. Yeah, I shared one with uh, my buddy Ryan, who's also a, a zero sugar drink whore, um, and yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, they tell bro. It was everything, everything that you had thought and wanted and hoped for in your life. When it comes to that, it was all of that. Son of a bitch. I'm going to have to dive into the black market of Mountain Dew on the. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's right next to Legit. the steroid black market. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, he, he like. He went through this telling me like the process. He's been in process trying to get this Mountain Dew since like September. Mm -hmm. It won't work that hard. So like literally he went, he went like found some random on IG who sent him to like a Reddit account. And then they from there went to like multiple discords, finally got into a private discord that sent him to a private Mountain Dew sales like eBay site. But it wasn't eBay. It's like an actual freaking Mountain Dew site that you have to have like permissions to log into to purchase on, and then like you purchase, and then you have to email the person, and they'll decide if they want to sell to you, and then you just Venmo somebody some random some random dude some money for Mountain Dew, and then he sh- hopefully ships it to you, and then they <laughs> show up three months later. <laughs> well, there's a fucking market everything. That's absurd. I've- Crazy. I've done less work for mushrooms and steroids. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I'd have been out the first link didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I gave it a good run. That was, you know, Trey was deep in prep. So, you know, your mind, like, works different. once when, when you're right there and, and you're like, this is what I have to have, I'm sure that he was all in. See, I buy stupid shit in prep, though, except the nintendo switch i still use that for cardio but other shit is just stupid (laughs) that's usage code red mountain dew is useful at least yes yes completely that brings joy and happiness to the world It's so much (laughs) (laughs) my last prep i bought uh a whole bunch of parts to build my ar-10 and then i when i got all my parts it was like four weeks out and then I was too lazy to put it together for like the next year. <laughs> so I had, all, I ordered it, you know, like 10 weeks out and you're like, I can do everything. I'm just all motivated. So I ordered all these parts. And then when they came, I was like, I don't want to do anything anymore. <laughs> done. All right, boys. Well, I gotta go eat again. I don't know about y'all. I gotta eat too. Uh, it's pretty oh, pre- oh, pre- okay. on, Yeah, I'm look at today. Yeah, I'm fucking tired. Okay.
1: Dude, you're oh, he's so out? good.
0: Scott down. Yeah.
1: RIP, geode.
0: Geode. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah. It's our bedtime too, as you know, Alex. Yeah, I was gonna say, you're up late, dude. I know. Fuck. I'm I'm so tired. Well, I couldn't sleep last night. I think I told you I couldn't go to bed till like midnight. And then I had a fucking nightmare that my property burned down. And so I went to bed at midnight and woke up at like 3.30. And I was like, well, I guess I'm awake. And so yeah, I'm I'm running on fumes right now. All right. Well then everybody go get your beauty sleep so we can do this again, huh? Well, yeah. Good to see you guys. Don't, uh, don't eat dicks or eat any cake tonight. Or go ahead if you want to. I can't promise about <laughs> <by> the cake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Uh, Let's see
0: y'all. See you ya.